Hey there, welcome back to the Path to Zion podcast where we are rediscovering the ancient way. Thank you so much for listening and uh, hopefully things are well wherever you are in the world, in your life, in your household. I will preface today, I didn't mention this um, on the last broadcast, that I'm using a different voice recorder. Um, I did mention that I lost the one I use most every day um, when I'm driving. It's gone. I thought for sure I would find it. I thought surely it's in my truck somewhere or somewhere misplaced in my house. Is it in my book bag? <laughs> Where is it? It remains a mystery. It is it is being considered gone at this point. So, I have to use a, a voice recorder that actually is better. It's, it's a nicer one. It's much higher quality, but it's not meant to be used in, in the same way. It's not meant to be held in your hand. It's, it's like a, a small portable desktop recorder. It's super nice. But it's not really made for this type of application. So I heard yesterday um, that the podcast that I posted, um, my wife listened to some of it. And she said, wow, it's not the uh, easiest to listen to as far as um, audio quality goes. And so I apologize for that. We're, we're using what we've got right now. We're going to make the best of it. And the challenges just continue. Um... Even, even this recorder this morning, if you listen to the last podcast, I was talking about um, just losing things and things just not going smoothly as of late in my life. Things breaking, things going missing, things that I just flat out lost. Um, and then the, the trend continues this morning. Uh, <laughs> right after I did our whiteboard teaching time with our family talking about Philippians, when Shaul Paul is, is saying an instruction now, <laughs> do, do all things, do everything without murmuring, grumbling, complaining, and bickering, arguing. And I drew this little, just this tiny little diagram image of of a circle with the word A-L-L in the middle, all. And little offshoots of that, chores, work, school, relationships, all of, all of the things that entail our life that add up to be who we are is part of and, and, and all-inclusive within the all charge within Philippians, I believe it's chapter 2. In all things now, I don't care your circumstance. I don't care. I didn't ask you what conditions you are within. In all things, depending on what verse you read, in e um, what version rather, in every single thing, do it without grumbling, without murmuring, which that word in the Greek is talking about the the ongoings of your imagination 
the thinking of your imagination, your 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 mind's wanderings and thoughts. Any one of us could be quite honest and say maybe our spouse says something, does something. Maybe your employer at your job. And you may never say anything out of your mouth. But really this teaching in, in Philippians chapter 2 is very similar to what Yeshua was always teaching, which is, man, this is about your heart. This is about your heart's condition. This isn't merely about your mouth alone. Can you catch it before then? Because this is talking about an inward murmuring, an imaginative thought process of just, I wish she wouldn't have done that. I wish, wish he wouldn't have said that. I don't like this, 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 or this. And Paul was quick to say, y'all, don't do that. Stop it. Don't think that way. And, of course, we could tag on there. That's why we need the mind of Christ. That's why we need the mind of Christ for a, a regenerated imagination that is set on things above and not merely on things of the earth. And man, that's just really applicable to me in my life right now. For those of you old enough to know, do you remember the doll that was called a Stretch Armstrong? He was this weird, rubbery, gelatinous fella. I think he was kind of dressed like an old WWF wrestler. <laughs> but you could stretch him in all different directions. Pull his arm, pull his legs his head he would stretch in all directions it's kind of funny really that that would be a popular toy <laughs> wasn't very interactive I don't think children today would care much for that one now would they that's it you just pull on his legs and he stretches big deal <laughs> give me back my video games mom <laughs> but if you know what that toy is man that that's kind of how I've been feeling is like all right, I'm being pulled over here, pulled over there, pulled up, pulled down, pulled all around. Oh, Father, help me. <laughs> help me to know what to give myself to and what to refrain from in this hour, in this exact moment of all the things laid out on the table before my life. What do I do? I need wisdom. I need help because I don't want to give myself to something and then it was something I shouldn't have given myself to and I'm a grumbler I'm a complainer I'm a murmurer I don't want to position myself to become that guy and so in light of that I was thinking this morning you know what if we could create what if listen are you an inventor Here's an idea. <laughs> what if we could invent a device that could ac accurately, let's, let's just say register, assess, record something, gauge. What if we could create a device that could accurately register stress levels and their root cause? Their real cause now. And like you push a button. Okay, here's a stressor. 
And when you push that button, it goes through this computer program. And what's it do? It goes to the source. Here it is. This is where this originated. And you can know from the very outset what it is that's causing you to feel the way you feel. You get what I'm saying? And then you could rightly respond to it. You could know how to handle it because you know the source of it. Now let me explain kind of what I'm thinking with a little more clarity. There are things in my life presently, and likely things in yours as well, that I just have to ask myself, what is the origin and source? In other words, sometimes I wonder how many things in my life that that want to push me to a place of not keeping Shaul's exhortation in, in uh, Philippians 2 to not grumble, murmur, complain, argue. I wonder how many of those stressful circumstances are actually self-induced and I shouldn't even be in that position to begin with. So my, my shot at being clear and right free from grumbling and complaining, man, that's not good because the setup is off. It was something sourced in myself, something I did or did not do to bring about a circumstance that I shouldn't even be in because it was sourced in me. And so we could use this device to also maybe find some peace, some comfort, some amount of rest and solace in knowing, oh, wait, okay, this, this feeling that I'm having of, oh, man, this is sourced in the Father. This is something He has brought to me. This is something He's delivered to me for my good, for my testing, for a trial in my life, to, to purify me of something, to rid me of something that He, in His goodness and kindness, knows is there, and wants to bring it to the surface and give me an opportunity to rid my life of it. So in other words, something comes in our life and it presses us to violate, if you will, Paul's command to the church at Philippi that also comes its way to us. I feel like grumbling, complaining, murmuring. I feel like I feel like venting just a little bit, Father. I'm going to sit back and, and see what is, in this circumstance specifically, whatever it may be, what is it that's self-induced that got me here? Is this all my fault? Is there something I've done, not done? An, an environment or a circumstance I have in my own arrogance and pride and just self place myself within and under that I'm not even supposed to be here? Or is this something that's merely circumstantial as a fruit because of the sovereign hand of God bringing certain circumstances into my life? And then, if we can determine A or B, I believe we could respond accordingly. Now, we do know, of course, there's not going to be a device to do this. Nobody's, well, 
who knows what they want to implant into your brain. But I doubt if anybody's wanting to plant spiritual discernment into anybody. They'd rather just program you to uh, choose your your uh, fast food number on the menu board and your internet passcodes. <laughs> and, well, we won't get into all that. But seriously... We have been given the mind of Christ if, in fact, we're born from above. Born of the water. Born of the Spirit. If, 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 if. Man, that's always got to be mentioned. That always has to be the understood prerequisite. Then you are a spiritual man. No longer carnal, natural. You can be a man of self-control. Submitted and yielded to the Holy Spirit to be your guide, to be your teacher in all things. With the mind of Christ put on and all the, all of the armor of God. All these things in place. And man, I'll just hit the pause right here. Y'all, this is why there is no room for casual Christianity. I hear people say, well, this is the time for real Christianity to come. This is the time for people to really pray. You know, I listened to a guy yesterday. Someone sent me a video, said, Joel, would you consider watching this? My first thought is, oh, gosh, just somebody, some other prophet's prayer that he had last night. Because the one he had the night before wasn't enough. And the one he had the night before that, you know what I mean. I have a personal issue with all that stuff. You must sleep a lot to have four and five prophetic dreams every night. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I shouldn't be critical. That's just one of my own issues. See, I lost my own train of thought. But what I am saying, there's no device, but what is there? There's the Spirit that can give us discernment to, to labor into hearing the Word of the Lord by study by reading the Word of God, by speaking it out of our mouths, by praying in the Spirit. Why would you pray in the Spirit, Joel? Gosh, what's with that weirdness anyway? Well, what do you do with verses like, the Spirit utters things in me that I know not of, and, and I don't know how to pray, so therefore, because I don't even know how to pray or what to pray, the Spirit groans in me. Well, what do we do with that? You know what groaning is, right? Have you ever groaned before in a natural body understanding? Right now, okay, now we're going to shift gears and this is going to be a, a, a tongues session. Praying in the Spirit, speaking in tongues, and I get it, man. So many people abuse it. Yep, so what? Big deal. People abuse the cross. Do we throw the cross out? Of course not. It's foolish thinking. It's excusatory. Oh, I don't like that. People misuse that. Not for me. But try groaning right now. Okay, you're a natural human being. And I presume you know what it means by definition to groan. Right now, without making any sound whatsoever in your natural body. Make no sound now. Make no sound. Groan. 
Just groan to yourself. Groan to yourself in your imagination. Ugh. Doesn't really do much now, does it? Kind of hard. Perhaps impossible to do. Groaning is a sound. It is a resonation out of your being. A sound is made. So what do we do? We pray in the Spirit. We groan. We cry out to God for discernment. We put on the mind of Christ. We do all these things that the Scripture tells us how to be a spiritual man. First and foremost, we walk as the Messiah walked. We do what He did. We train ourselves to have ears to hear what the Spirit is saying, what the Father is speaking so that we can speak it, and watch Watch, watch, watch. Keep our eyes fixed upon the Father so that we can mimic and imitate what we see Him doing. Where? On earth as it is in heaven, right? So I'm convinced that if we can do this, we can know the source. So is there a a gadget, a device, a brain implant on the horizon that can give you instantaneous results towards the source of stress or pressure in your life? No. But we have the Spirit. We have the Spirit, but here's the thing. These things take time. These things take time, man. Everything we do in the natural, we never would think twice about having to practice something to learn how to do it. But man, there is a tough transfer when you all, the su- all of the sudden you get to spiritual matters. Oh, well, yeah, I-, I-, I just know how to do that. Oh, well, how did you learn to do that? Uh, well, it's in the Bible. It says I'm supposed to do it. Yeah, but how did you learn? How to- Did you ever practice how to discern? Did you practice how to... Pray in the Spirit according to what the Spirit is saying and uttering beyond your intellect and your own natural reasoning. How do we arrive at any ability that God does give us as a gift? But we just think because it's a gift, we just suddenly know how to use the gift. This comes to my mind. I'll say this and then we'll quit. thinking of my son. If I handed him, goodness, anything. If I handed him some complex remote control truck, you know, one of those fancy ones that takes like real fuel, man, it would take me weeks to learn how to use one of those things. You've seen them probably. Costs as much as a used car. Now, if somebody gave that to me, or my son for that matter, as a gift, let's stick with him. We give it to him as a gift. Here you are, son. This is a gift from your mom and dad. You've done nothing to earn it. It's a gift. Here you go. He, of course, tears into the box. Holy cow, it's this giant RC truck. Dad, thank you. I love you. You're awesome. He gets that thing out. We put batteries and fuel and all those things in it it's ready to go and you set it on the ground it's on and you hand him that complex little remote that looks like it belongs in the cockpit of an airplane 
You've seen these before, I would assume. Well, play with it, son. Ah, <laughs> push this knob, turn this piece, do this, do that. Well, ah, man, this has been given to me as a gift, but I got no clue how to use this thing. Someone has to teach me, show me, direct me how to use this thing you've given me, this gift. Friends, I don't know why in the world we've landed here, but man, that's that's the kingdom. <laughs> God, Yahweh, Elohim, the Father, the perfect Father, gives good gifts to His children. We know that it's in the Word. He gives good gifts, but man, we've got to we've got to open them up first and foremost. Receive the gift. It's not automatic. We've got to sit down, and we have to give ourselves to the gift. Practice, learn, be trained by the Father, by the Holy Spirit, walking out the pattern of Yeshua the Son alongside the brethren, who, guess what, may have already been using that thing for years. Maybe there's someone that already knows how to use that thing that they could help you learn. They could teach you, train you, uh-oh, Here's the big D word, discipleship. Oh, man, if there's a word that's been just prostituted about in my generation, it's discipleship, man, I'm telling you. We think it's reading a book with somebody 10 years, 20 years, 30 years younger than us once a month and telling them, here's my phone number if you need some accountability. No way, no way. It's coming alongside someone arm in arm saying, Brother, I've walked right there. I, I know you. I see your life. I see your strengths. I see your weaknesses. And guess what, man? We're walking this together, and this is what you need to do. <laughs> you need to do this right now. That's discipleship. This is what the Word of God says. This is the circumstances of your life. Man, do this. It's called counsel. Spiritual maturity comes through discipleship and counsel. Giving and receiving. So to get back to where we started, how do we know the source of that unction, if you will, of grumbling, complaining, arguing, and murmuring? First and foremost, it says don't do it. Don't do it, period. So let's start there with the eradication of why would he, why we would even feel the need or the, again, the unction to start grumbling, to start the murmuring in our heart, in our imagination. Why are we even desiring to do that? We know it's fleshly, it's carnal, it's natural. Should oppose the spiritual man. And then once we decide and in practice we cut that off, Let's start discerning the source. Where did this even come from, Father? What's the origin? Is this because I'm kicking and fighting against you and your will and your ways and the trials you bring to my life for my own good? Or is this self-induced rebellion? Is it my own way? Am I walking in stubborn rebellion and this is the fruit of it? I believe we can know. Again, Nobody's going to plug up a device to your brain 
and give you an easy solution, but man, we need to sit down. We need to quiet ourselves. We need to listen to what the Father would say and then respond accordingly to His instruction. So be encouraged along those lines today, friends. Let's give ourselves to become a people who listen to the the exhortation, if you will, (laughs) of the people at, at Philippi, the church there. Stop it. Stop murmuring. Stop grumbling. Stop complaining. Period. Amen. Go to patthezion.com. Sign up for our email notification list. It's very easy. That way you get notified in your email when this podcast has updated episodes going live. Find us on Facebook and friend us there. I would love to connect with people more than we presently do. We have listeners all over the United States and in about seven countries presently. I would love someone to reach out to us and just take five minutes or maybe even two. Send us a message. Send us an email. Podcast at gmail.com. Let us know where you are, what you're doing, what we can pray for you. And again, we will come to where you are should the Lord orchestrate our steps to do so. Pray for us. Pray, most importantly, for the ways of the Father to be advanced in this age. These are, these are trying times like they've always been. This is where I was going earlier and never got to. Man, it's not just today is the time, is a time to pray. If we've ever needed to pray, it's now. Friends, we've always needed to pray. We've always needed. We've always needed to be these men. But in this hour, may... May we rise up and meet the current, present moment challenge of walking on earth as it is in heaven. Amen.